And so I've been thinking a lot, thinking a lot about my future and discussing this with, with my wife, Nazanin, and family and friends back in Central Nova. And so I figured there's no better place than here with all of you to let you in on a little secret. I believe Pierre Polyev will be the next Prime Minister of Canada. See how he did that? Quite a celebration at this weekend's Conservative Policy Convention in uh, Quebec. So celebratory that it did sound like Peter McKay may uh, want to come back and run. That is one rumor that he might come back. I don't know. Uh, but by far one of the biggest gatherings, we've seen 2,500 delegates. And it wasn't a success because they got a huge turnout and they're riding high in the polls. But if you ask me, I think for the first time in a very, very long time, they won this weekend because the Conservatives are united. And for Conservatives to be united is a miracle. An absolute miracle. Just ask uh, Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Shear. Let's talk to somebody who was in that room. Anthony Gosh, AK Strategies consultant and former spokesman for Pierre Polyev. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. All right. So you've been to enough of these things over the years that you can kind of contrast and uh, you know see what worked and what didn't. What was your immediate takeaway? That people for the first time actually think that there's a reasonable chance that we're going to win the next election. And it hasn't really been that case in years. I've been to every single convention since that 2015 election where we last lost government. And the energy in the room was absolutely electric. It feels, quite frankly, like a complete and utter rejuvenation and renaissance of the Conservative Party of Canada. And like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. You had every faction of the party in you know, represented at the, at the convention that happened this last weekend. Everybody was happy. Everybody felt united behind the leader. And as everybody listening at home can tell, that has been far from the case for the recent yeah. Conservative Party leaders in recent memory. Yeah, and we know that, much like Charlie Brown, um, you know, Lucy can take that football every way uh, she can and, uh, and could do that over the next couple of years, depending on when we have an election. Two years, I was just saying, is like an eternity to, yeah. to I think, a lot of people. Um, just quickly before I, I move on from Peter McKay, Peter McKay, you know, he, there's been some rumors that he might come back and run. Is that a possibility? Well, I have to ask Mr. McKay that question directly. All I think is that it, it's definitely, you know, you see the way he phrased his speech yeah. went before saying that he believes that Mr. Polly is going to be the next prime minister of Canada. And I think the really important key takeaway is Mr. McKay was incredibly mistreated by the previous leader. And people felt that. A lot of people in the party rank and file felt that. And that's why it was so important and so special to have who, a man who is one of the co-founders of the party, a lot of people like to forget that, but come give that kind of resounding speech and be welcomed back within the tent fully and completely. Uh, if you're asking my personal opinion, I'd love to see Peter McKay run for the Conservative Party in the next election. But at the end of the day, like yeah. you said, still a lot of time between now and then, most likely. And uh, I'm sure he's got to have a couple more conversations with Nazanin and the kids before he makes a final call on that. Yeah, no question about it. Certainly uh, would be interesting. Um, you know, because they ran against each other, and and so he gets that endorsement. But but discipline, you know, it it, it does seem that Mr. Polyavis got disciplined. That he's got this much like Harper. He's been able to discipline the party. We're not getting, you know, bozo eruptions as we might see. You know, and I I would assume that behind the scenes he's basically saying, don't say a darn word about anything. Just shut up. Just post events on your thing and don't say anything. But, but it's hard. It's hard to do um, discipline an entire party from doing anything. But can you do it for up to two years? Um, you know, that's the thing is, can they maintain uh, the numbers that they're seeing and stay on message for that long? Well, 
listen, we know there's going to be hard days ahead, right? Like you said, two years is an eternity in politics. It's absolutely true. There's definitely good days going on right now, and we need to enjoy them so that when the hard days come, the, the blow is a little bit lessened. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think the discipline, I think it's easy to have conservatives be disciplined on the message that Mr. Polyev is selling because it's a fundamentally conservative message. You start to run into issues with discipline when leadership decides they want to go in all sorts of interesting directions without consulting caucus or having the conversations with the party rank and file that need to be had. Mr. Polyev, as a leader, I can tell you firsthand, extremely consultative, talks to everybody, makes everybody feel included, regardless of faction, who they might have supported in the previous leadership race, et cetera, et cetera. And when you do those things, you minimize the opportunity for what you described as bozo eruptions. And ultimately, though, um, it was the policy convention, but ultimately he's made clear he makes the decision on what goes in uh, for what will be voted on. And, you know, I I have a hard time thinking that social issues are are going to make it in there, but they do come up. And and that's the fear at all these conventions, whether it's conservatives, liberals or, well, not so much NDP because they just run on all that stuff. But, you know, having a, a, a policy go through for vote that could be somewhat, you know, contentious. And I didn't think it was all that contentious, but you get this headline about age of consent to to do things like, you know, change or alter a child's body. And that then just takes all the oxygen out of the room. I don't think it'll work this time because, I mean, we are facing some very, very serious issues. But ultimately, Paul Ever is going to choose what goes in into that policy, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And he's been clear on this. And again, uh, everybody, I, I made some jokes with some journalists even during the convention. I said, what's the story of the convention? I said, what do you mean, what's the story of the convention? You've already written your story for this convention. We already know the angle that you guys are going to run with on this. But at the end of the day, even in terms of this, you're absolutely right. The, the conservative party is continuing to focus on cost of living issues, you know, all the sorts of stuff Mr. Polyev and, and other speakers have been focusing on the entire convention. But on this issue in particular, if the liberals want to make it an issue, I said it perfectly on, on Twitter the other day. I said if they want to talk about this every day for the rest of their days until the next election, I say have at it. I'm sorry. The majority of Canadians public polling show are in support of this position, regardless of whether or not the Conservative Party is pushing it. This is primarily a provincial issue. You're seeing provinces across the country take strong positions on this. And I'm sorry, you know, in a society where parents need to sign disclosure agreements in order for parents to take pictures of their kids, I think it's entirely reasonable that something as ground changing as fundamentally changing their identity that people should be in the loop. It's nuanced, obviously. If there's evidence to suggest that parents are, are behaving in an abusive way, then that needs to be taken into consideration. But at a baseline, the basic assumption that we should operate from at the very beginning is that parents love their kids and have their best interests at heart. And I think that's a reasonable position that regular people who are honest will take on this question. Yeah, but you're saying something reasonable. And in politics these days, there's not anything reasonable about politics. <laughs> and so that's where it goes awry because it's politicized. Just before I let you go, uh, Anthony, the bottom line is, um, let's assume it's going to be two years. I don't think it's going to be that long for an election, but a lot of pressure on uh, Polly Ever to put policy in the window. And I, strategically, it just doesn't make sense for him to do it too soon out. But at the same time, he's going to have to offer something. Um, where people get a real sense of, okay, this is where he's going. Let, let's just say environment, because, you know, I know where he is economically. So he's going to have to put something in the window. What's the timing of that? Listen, Mr. Polly was going to release things when it makes the most sense to make things. And as his wife said in her speech at convention, this is a man who studies everything meticulously before he makes a comment on anything. And that's going to be the case moving forward. And like you said, we've got to, again, whether it's in two years, whether it's in a year, I'm probably in the camp of people who think that the election is further away than other some other folks might think. But uh, 
policy will come out when it needs to come out, and there's absolutely no incentive from a political strategy perspective, if you want to call it, to releasing it earlier than later when most people are not even paying attention and giving your opponents more time to parse through each and every detail so that they can rip it to shreds. That's right. All right. Uh, And I'd take it, Anna, and Polly Ever's not going to (laughs) run. You have to ask her. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of people are. All right, Anthony, I got to let you go there. I'm on a clock, but uh, we'll talk again. I appreciate it. My pleasure. There you go. Uh, look, she's got a lot of political experience behind the scenes. She's no dummy. And I think a lot of people just uh, think she's very refreshing. So she could if she wanted.